my favorite question is when they'd come in and be like, what is the best camera to use out of all of them? And you're just like... I don't know. What's the best car to drive? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. What's the best house to live in? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, we're good now. We're all good, everybody. Yeah. We're on air. All right. Welcome back to the fourth installment of the Real Life Podcast. Uh, today we have on my best friend of six years uh, and my multimedia companion, photo and videography. It has been six years. Six years, yep. Oh. Uh, if you watch uh, the vlog channel or you know us personally, you know him, but this is Antonio. It has been six years since we met in a digital media class. Yeah, I never really thought that, like, when you think about it, like, then, like, I never thought I'd be getting into digital media of any sort. Like, I never yeah, no. thought I'd be interested in photography or any of that. Like, I thought of it as, like, a cool little hobby. But I didn't think there was like so many dimensions like of the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very surface level art. Like you have to really dig in deep. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get into that in a second. But first, to start off the podcast, I do every every single time I do three questions. Okay. So you're gonna give me three numbers from one through one hundred, and you're gonna answer whatever questions you land on. Okay. Three numbers. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, 31, 74, 89. Okay, number number 31. What are you grateful for? Uh, what am I grateful for? Uh, the people in my life. Because, like, okay. honestly, like, you could have, like, like, a great job. Like, what makes a great job a great job? Like, do you ever have a great job where you don't like the people you're working with? Like, I don't think that ever exists. Yeah. And, like, the same goes for, like, your family. Like, if your family, like, have a lot of money or they have, like, a, a, a high status, like, you you don't think you have a great family unless, like, they're you're actually close. a great family. Unless yeah. you're close with them and, and that you love them and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I'm, that like, grateful sense. for the people in my life. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I spent a lot of time, like, spending – like, I spent a lot of time trying – to sort out the people in my life like it there were some tough decisions i had to make where i had to be like i can't really like let this person in my life again or i can't keep going with this person in my life like this person is making me a worse person like yeah it's really it's a really tough decision you want to call like, out any names i'm just kidding i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> derek you little fuck no, I'm just kidding. can i cuss on here yeah i don't care okay <laughs> Uh, no, but seriously. Dude, like, someone named Derek is going to be watching that, and they're going to be like, <laughs> What the hell, man? <laughs> I don't know what Derek, but if I do, I'm sorry, Derek. I love you. <laughs> Unless you suck. So, fuck you. So. It's going to be like one of the workers <laughs> at, at your job. At my job. <laughs> <laughs> he works like fun, and you don't even know him. <laughs> what was the second number you chose? 70-something, right? I don't know, 89. 89. What's your unanswerable question? Like the question you always seem to be like asking yourself or like 
that, that you just don't you, you can't find the answer to? Um, wow, that's a good question. Well, I'll give you like, I mean, one of the one of the questions I like ask myself a lot is like, um, is like at what point will I like accept like a certain thing? For example, like I just lost, I just spent um, a few months uh, on keto, and I've I've come off of it. And I've lost 55 pounds. Yeah. And um, I'm like, at what point am I going to be satisfied with how I look? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I'm not like, to anyone like trying to lose weight, like I'm not, I'm not satisfied in how I look. So like, if you're looking for like satisfaction, like you should be looking for like your health and like the health of, of others, you know? Yeah. Like. I feel like if you're doing it for yourself, it, it's it's selfish, and if you're doing it for others, like it's actually going to make you feel fulfilled. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. What's third number? Uh, sixty-five. What's something you love to make? Oh man. Um. Something I love to make. Um. I really love making art. Like, that gives me a lot of fulfillment. And I love making, like, food. Like, cooking. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like you, you'd get the same... Like, you, you get fulfillment from your art, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you feel like you've made something that... Especially after, like, when we did... Like, when we do weddings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, there's there's times where you like you go to like look at what you took and you were like, I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I still get like so many positive reactions. Yeah, I don't even like show my art to that many people. Yeah, but like when I do, it's always positive. Dude, do you ever have that problem where you like you take you? You do a video or a photo or whatever, and you like look at it in camera, and it looks like good. You're like, that looks so good. And you go put it like to post, and you go edit, and you and put it in the queue, just, and you're like, Ooh, that, that's not that's what it looked not, like. That doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you go through like the whole shoot, and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to give them. <laughs> yeah. The um, best is when that happens, and then they're like, you give them the photos and you're like, these are not good. And they're like, these are so good. These are yeah, fire. I love these photos. These are so good. You're so amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. So we didn't, like you were saying, like we didn't know like that we were going to be so deep into camera work. We originally started with it with, we always knew we wanted to do our own thing. Like we didn't want to like work for a certain company or anything like that. Like we wanted to be our own bosses. And the first thing the, the first thing we were into was trading card games, and we made a, our own trading card game. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. That was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. That takes me back, man. Do you remember Johnny? Yeah. So there's this guy. So we made like a we made like a pack like a pact of people. Like we made like a like a like a clan of people, like a group, like, like a, a party of like a crew. Yes, of people that were gonna make the game with us. And it was me, you, and then it was a, it was a guy named Alec, 
uh, um, Alexander and the guy named Johnny. Okay, so I, we wanted, I wanted to make a trading card game because I was a junior in high school and I was bored. And that's what you do. Like, you do something. Like, I was like, I have to do something. And then any cur- extracurricular activities. I go home and I play World of Warcraft. And, like, I have all these friends that I, like, don't want to hang out with. Like, why, why, why am I not doing this? So I'm like, I should make a trading card game. Like, I really like um, trading card games. I've been playing a lot of them. So I make one. And I, I like... Um, we like put together this whole crew and it was you and me and it was Alec, uh, otherwise Alexander and Johnny. And I remember (laughs) taking it so seriously. Like, do you remember how seriously I took it? Like I remember confronting him one day cause he, he was like, uh, no, I don't want to come over to your house and like work on the card game. I'd rather like, you know, do grown up stuff because I think he had like a job or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he was like a senior. He had like a job and shit, and like a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> None of us did. None of us did except him. Yeah. And so he was like, "I don't want to work on your f- stupid fucking card game," because I confronted him one morning at school. And then like Garrett walks in late and he's like he's like what's going on man how's it going and, Gar- and johnny's like don't fucking talk to me and he's like oh shit <laughs> i always felt bad because i was like i'm sorry Garrett, that's my fault <laughs> dude yeah that was so funny i remember like each person had their own like niche niche whatever mm-hmm. in the in the crew like i had the you knew like like Everything that needed to go into the trading card game, like all the abilities, all the yeah, like, I made titling. a whole lore behind it too. I yeah, made a whole story, the, all the lore and stuff. I, all the characters. I yeah. was the creative, uh huh. Like the like the drawings on there and stuff, like all mm-hmm. the pictures and like the designs of the cards. And then Alec was like, I don't even know what he was there for. <laughs> yeah, I tried to sparse up the work between them, but like they were like, I, we just want to have fun. A lot of what they were and there I was for. Like, I want to make a card game. A lot, a lot of what they were there for was testing. Yeah, yeah, I had them test the cards out a lot. But uh, a big thing is so funny is like, but this... Alec got grounded all the time. <laughs> and he yeah, we never, were never we were literally just high schoolers. Like, like Johnny was a senior with a girlfriend that had didn't have enough time, and Alec just got grounded all the time because, like, that's what you do when you're like. <laughs> what a junior in high school like yeah. you just get grounded and you like play video games and shit that's even how, like how it failed like so i was like okay artwork is a huge thing in card games in every card game the artwork can make or break a card game that's how you get like if you can make a card game that's like beautiful you can reach an audience that that isn't ordinarily like up to to playing the card game because it's like you have to learn all the mechanics and you got to do this and that yeah, it's like once you learn it, it's like barely fun, not even. But like, if you like, what what really gravitates you to pick up a card is like the artwork. And so I like, I remember I spent like all my birthday and Christmas money paying people for artwork that I never finished, that never even got finished. Like, yeah, it was really funny because like, so, uh, there there were like no digital artists at our school, so like there was a bunch of people like like that whole anime nerd group that like drew a bunch, and so I like got I paid probably like i paid a lot of money like 
I probably paid them. And like it was like it was our birthday and Christmas money. Like it wasn't like we had a job where we could make it back next. Yeah, week. no, we, like, there was, was no way I was, was going to make that back. Yeah, I was like until next year. I, I remember I paid some guy like seventy bucks for his journal, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna scan this and then I'll upload it onto Illustrator because Illustrator was free at school, and I was like, I'll spend the my lunches like kind of filling it out. Yeah, and I uploaded and the notebook is lined <laughs> so i was like oh oh shit and so i was like there there goes my 70 bucks that was like all my birthday money well now thinking about it what we could have done is just like taken like the pencil or marker tool or whatever and just traced it yeah i realized that we could have done so many things that just we were high school dude if we had known what we know now about the editing software and like graphic design and just like people yeah <laughs> like we could have we could have done a lot better <laughs> yeah yeah and like and like that year i actually went to to pack south and the um the i went to like pack pack south so that pax is a gaming convention and i saw like um like there was there was a whole tabletop uh, area and nothing but tabletop games. So you had indie tabletop, and then you had like the big boys, like Pokemon trading card game, and then you had Magic, Magic Gathering, like the biggest one. You also had Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh players. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, that's what me and the, my friends are really big into. Me, yeah, and you and and everybody else yeah. were really big into Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but yeah, so I was like, what happens if like, I want rival? Like our game was called Rivalry. Um, I was like, I want our game to be up there one day, and I was like. But, like, when you're in high school and you want to make it as good as, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic, where they, like, sell the booster packs in, like, every Walmart across the country, like, you have big expectations and you can't fulfill them if you're in high school. So, it was just me. It was really, like, a big learning experience. We also just didn't have any income to, like, put anything into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember sitting, I remember it was, like around christmas time and i was eating lunch with my grandmother and she was like i'll be willing to invest in this i can go into my savings and take out like i don't know she said like 300 bucks and i was like 300 bucks you know i could do with that we can we could sell out the entire we could we could take this everywhere (laughs) with 300 bucks yeah no uh but yeah that was uh that was so much fun though do you think you'd like want it do that sometime in the future or near future or whatever, like continue with that project or would you be willing to like sell it to someone or something? Uh, I would be open to either. Yeah. I would, that was, it was so much fun. Like they, I remember you guys would come over to my house and you guys would, uh, I remember we were trying this one thing with like tokens where like, if you attack like an enemy, they lose a token and then yeah. something and so we were using like goldfish and we like ate a whole cart like gallon carton of goldfish <laughs> yeah. and like we were like spilling it on the floor and the dogs were eating it it was so much fun yeah. man like like just trying to come up with a good card game was like all the fun in it yeah yeah and i feel like once i came up with something that was like stable enough to where you could actually sit down and play it i was like this is boring now and i don't <laughs> want to do it anymore yeah the first Thing was not our own created lore that you had made. And the first thing we did it on was oh, Marvel. My Remember gosh, that? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. We we were gonna do like a Marvel versus DC. Yeah. And 
I, we were going to have like, we were going to cross integrate like Marvel and DC characters. And like, then we like get, got further into our media class and, and we like, we're like, Oh, copyright exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're like, yeah, we can't, we can't do this. And then, so we were like, I remember like for like, I don't know how long, but like a long enough while to like, remember, like it was a specific period. We spent a good amount of time trying to come up with a new idea for rivalry. Yeah. And I kept like insisting on world history. Like you could have like, I don't know, like samurais from ancient, not ancient, but like samurais from like prehistoric Japan. Yeah. To like, Genghis Khan to like Genghis Khan and then to like freaking I don't know like Navy like I don't know what they're called but like people from like World War Two and like you could have like like, yeah like you have this epic like like world history battle and it like teaches you something yeah and everyone was like that's so boring (laughs) and I was like aww Yeah, I'm a big history buff. I still have everything on my Google Drive. I do too. Yeah, I still have it. I I got I got um a ton of well, I was looking through my Google Drive and I only have like 15 gigs. And I was like, what's taking up so much everything cuz it was getting full and I was like, oh, it's rivalry. And I was <laughs> like, I don't want to delete these files, man. I got all these art, yeah. these assets and I have all this I have like scripts and scripts and, and like practically like a whole novel about the lore of the card game. And, uh, I don't want to get rid of it. Like I'm too proud of it. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's an idea that I don't want to die. Yeah. And once I were to delete that, it would die. I think what was so funny or one of the things like nowadays, if we were doing it, like we could do it all night. Yeah. Nowadays we could be here till like, we could like work till like 3am, 4am, whatever. And we could like, go and go and go on this game but like back then like when we were teenagers like Alec would be like my mom just called me I'm grounded I gotta go home yeah at like 8 and my parents would be like it's 9pm it's curfew you gotta go home yeah yeah the and your parents would be like Antonio like it's time nights. to get everybody out of the house mm-hmm. yeah my parents would kick y'all y'all out it'd be like 10pm and everybody was home <laughs> yeah oh man I remember like get here after school and like everyone would get here at like five we spent all evening all evening going over yeah. testing out the game having so much fun and then we'd get bored of the game and play Yu-Gi-Oh! and then we'd go back to the game because like yeah. we'd, we'd be like oh that was so cool it's like let's make rivalry that let's <laughs> yeah. do that let's make rivalry cool where we had this like extra, super awesome play and, yeah you know yeah <sighs> Yeah, those were the those were the good days. It's cra- that's so crazy to think we're six years past that already. We're only yeah. four years short of a decade past yeah. that. Yeah, I don't like thinking about that. It makes me depressed. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. I don't know. Where do you see us like four years from now, like a decade after our friendship? After our friendship? Yeah. So our friendship's gonna end? No, I mean like a decade after we began our friendship, rather. Oh. Uh, well, I I would hope that we would be like, that our company would have a little, our media company right now would have a little more traction. 
in that we would be like make a little bit at least like part-time consistent money off of that and we'd be working like part-time jobs and yeah i'd like to make full-time after after our our work yeah obviously i'd like to make full-time at some point but the first goal for me is to make part-time yeah i get that so that i can like apply for part-time jobs Mm -hmm. instead of like i have to have full-time where i can't take this job Yeah, yeah i get that yeah I would also eventually like to have some like famous guests on this. Yeah, famous people share some pretty cool stories, man. Yeah. They get around. Yeah, they do. Definitely. Now we're on to, if you haven't noticed, our mugs, Real Life Media. <laughs> yeah. Real Life Media. It started um, out as Real Life Photography. You remember that? And it, was, it was the circle logo. Yeah. I remember that. It was, like, super complex, like, all this stuff in the logo. Yeah. Um, It was, like, a shutter and, like, a lens combined. Yeah, I remember you had, like, a reallifecompanygmail.com or something. (laughs) And I was like, we got to fix this, man. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, we got that all figured out. Or you got that all figured out. You fixed all that. Yeah. I was just like, all right. (laughs) Well, you, you had a little thing there where you went on your own tangent. Yeah. And you did uh, Antoniosity. Yeah. You remember when you're, you remember the day that we were, you were trying to change your name to, from something to do your own company? Your name on Instagram was Ambassador or something, something like 005 or something. Yeah, it was like, some stupid gamer name. And you were like, I got to fix this. I got, like, I'm going to make, and we, tried, we spent that night with your sister, with Vana, trying to come up with a name for you. Yeah. We had like Photonio. <laughs> and Fodio. <laughs> and Fodio, yeah. Really funny. Yeah. I don't know why I was trying to incorporate my name with everything, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. So you're a twin, right? One is your twin. twin. Who's yeah. older? You, uh, right? I'm a minute older. I'm a minute older. Do you get any twinception or anything? All the time. Really? We. Okay, so we. Uh, are so similar except for our um, taste in music. No, our taste in music is basically the same. What's different about us? Your hair colors. So we have like the <laughs> we have like we're very similar in nature. Like, yeah. and you if you same. get us two in the same yeah. room, like we can just go on and on and on. It, you will never be bored with the two of us in the same room. Like it's guaranteed. Like there's no way. Uh, and we we can pick up on each other's moods faster than anyone else. Like I can look over at my sister and be like, "Oh, she's in a bad mood. I'm gonna go check up on her." Um, but you can't like. There's things that we like take for granted that we know about each other that just people just simply don't understand. Yeah. Do you ever like, like if you're apart, like right now, like it, like would you? Do you ever get like if you were apart from her, like something right now, would you ever get like a feeling like? Oh, Vana might be something, and then you'll text her and check up on her, or like, like I had a feeling or something. No, and that's because I think that's because we just haven't been apart, and we finally are now, and we're still getting used to it. But like, as soon like, even if I like call her on the phone, I know it's what her mood is. She like, yeah. we basically can't hide anything from each other, and you might think like that's 
that sucks. No, it's like great because then we can like be like, hey, I'm here for you. Yeah. And like here, like I know what you're going through because I'm going through like the same thing. And so um, it's actually a really great thing because it's like you have this person that's here for you and you have this person that like knows what you're going through. Like no matter what. Yeah. Like they understand you unequivocally, you know? Yeah. I think older, younger siblings, you don't know quite what they're going through because either you, they, they haven't gone through it or you haven't gone through it and it's like, you just feel off. Yeah. But that's, that's what I've seen with other siblings. But like with my twin, it's like, like that, like we just get each other. Yeah. Yeah. Is your sister into tech like you at all or, or photo video, any of that stuff? I don't think she is. She doesn't. She actually was in high school, and I've been trying to get her back on it. I've been trying really hard. She she just doesn't think she's good like me, and I'm like, I feel the same way, dude. Yeah. Like I don't think I'm good, but I still try, you know. Yeah. Um. She is the most amazing. She's like the best makeup artist you'll ever meet. She is and, good at uh, makeup. I, it's not like a like a like a brother thing. Like it's a legitimate. Like I've seen her artwork, and I'm like, wow, that like that, that's like some like serious potential. Like that's some like hometown girl raised to be big city girl. Like like going to Tennessee, making like becoming a rock star type <laughs> shit. Like yeah. that's that type of artwork. Like she could be like, like, her make makeup could be in like, like anything she wants. Like she could put that shit on broadway why haven't i had her on a vlog to do makeup she's so good at makeup it's ridiculous she's good at not only is she good at like regular makeup so like makeup that you see at like um like weddings and shit that kind of like extreme makeup but she's also so good at like special effects makeup oh yeah yeah i remember she was doing like cuts and stuff she's doing cuts and stuff and i'm like dude go to the hospital and i'm like oh that's not not (laughs) gonna die Dude, we should do a video on my vlog channel where she, like, puts, like, bruises and cuts on one of us and we just go into public. I really would want to do that because they're so that convincing. That would be hilarious. Like a social experiment thing. I want to do one where I, like, like put something, like, on my, like, like mouth and then, like, I have a mask over it. And I'm like, my mouth itches. Can you tell me, like, why it? Oh, dude, it that would be, be like, so funny. Yeah. You know how much hate you would get for taking off your mask? <laughs> Yeah, I would hope I would just scare them enough to where they wouldn't realize that I took off my mask. Dude, we could do one where she puts like some kind of something on your mouth and you have the mask on and then you have like a like a blood pill and we fake a fight, fake hit you and you like bite the bite the blood pill oh, and you're like, oh, rip yeah, your mask that'd off. be really good, man. <laughs> Dude. Oh my gosh. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm getting some good ideas. We gotta, we gotta call her up. <laughs> Do we? Does she still live with you, or does she move out again? She's, she's with my grandmother. She's taking care of my grandma. Oh, she. Okay, so she was living with her boyfriend, and they moved back. I should probably shouldn't be telling her personal business on the podcast, but oh well. Yeah, they were, in, they were in Corpus, and like they're back now because of the pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Dude, has wearing a mask became like. Sorry. I heard that in my ear. I was like, what was that? <laughs> Has wearing a mask become like normal to you? Like you have that on your nightstand and you just. 
Oh yeah, it's like you grab you you know your phone wallet keys and then I grab my mask. And then I it hasn't it has I, I it hasn't became muscle memory for me yet. I think it's just the more you do it. Yeah. It's like I have a I have a job and I get it. Yeah, I I'm, I don't go to work right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't blame you, man. A lot of people have lost their jobs. It's stupid. Stupid. Yeah. Uh yeah, no. I uh it, it becomes muscle memory. Um, it's hilarious because, like, at my job, I stand at the front and I greet people. Oh, you're and... not in the back anymore? No. That's pretty good. Is that an uh, upgrade or a downgrade? It's... Is Grass that... is always greater. Mm-hmm. So I was like... I don't know. I could be at the front not doing anything, or I could be in the back doing a bunch of stuff and not want to do any of it. So it's like, it's like either be bored or be, like, annoyed that yeah. I have so much to do. But anyway, I greet people and, and I'm like, hey, do you have a mask? And they're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me get it from my car. Have you had um, anyone battle you on it yet? Not yet. And I I am so scared of that day. Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can literally call the police on you. Like, Don't you have I a have security guard power. right there with you? A what? Don't you have a security guard in there with you? I have the security guard. <laughs> oh, you're the security guard. Yeah, I'm, like, but we can't, we're not allowed to do anything. Like, that's, security just calls the police, like, they can't So you get to wear the uniform and everything? It's not as exciting as you think. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's, you literally, like, can't do anything. Like, you can't. You don't even got a gun on your hip or a taser, no. nothing? No. Oh. I have pepper spray on my key chain. That's yours, though. On my key ring. And if I use it, I'll probably get fired. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it is. Yeah, I didn't want to give the specific place I name, but I don't I'll know. bleep. I'll bleep it out. Okay. Doesn't bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't know how many people listen to your it's podcast. Like to your store. It's not like thousands, is it? No, it's no. It's okay. Like half a hundred. <laughs> okay. Right now, at least. That's not bad then. Um. Going back to tech. Is it just me, or has this been, like, an off year for tech? Okay, dude, I was thinking about that because uh, Google, like, so the, when I realized that is when Google canceled its uh, huge keynote in May, and then they they were supposed to release, like, their new budget phone, and they didn't, and I'm, like, a, like a huge Pixel nerd, like, I love Google, um, but, like, they and then and then, and now like they haven't even still haven't released it. Yeah. And so like I'm thinking like what the what the hell's going on? And then there was Apple that had its WWDC keynote, and it was just like like there was no audience. It was just like it, it looked like a like a video tutorial or something. I like, think things like, are getting to the point where people are realizing like the upgrade doesn't change much. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think this year's of this year of phones is not going to be like a big change. Yeah, I was watching a video on the iPhone 12. They don't even—they're not even going to give you a charger in the box. Yeah, uh, I saw a video on that. Um, but yeah, like, I was wondering, like, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, that's the one I watched. Yeah, I was like, that's really interesting. People already have iPhone chargers, and if they like, let's say they charge less for the phone, then it's still the same price if you buy the charger separate. And I was like, that would be a good fix. 
Yeah. I was like, you save like. But knowing Apple, they're gonna just want more money, no? Yeah, I don't know. It it really surprised me because Apple has so many like line like lines of revenue now that they have so many that they actually like going from the iPhone 10 R to the iPhone 11 or it was it was like the iPhone they actually charged that so they had the their smaller phones right they charged 50 bucks less the next year yeah and then now they just came up with the iPhone SE which is like their budget friendly little iPhone yeah and it's like it looks like the iPhone 5 yeah yeah but it's like what 350 and so it's like now that Apple's like trying to compete in price they actually like have lowered prices it's really interesting it's like I wouldn't leave it up to them not to. I think the biggest thing will be Apple Silicon. Have you heard of that? No. So Apple in their Macs, they put Intel processors in their Macs. Yeah. They're gonna stop working with Intel and they're gonna put their own they're gonna make their own processors and put them in. It's called Apple Silicon. Hmm. Think that's gonna shoot up the prices? No. Because Intel is very expensive. Intel chips are very expensive. Um they actually, and they take a lot, they take a lot of time to upgrade. So like, you know how you have like commercials of like Intel ninth gen processor or whatever. They take a long time to like upgrade and Apple wants to upgrade like that, like all yeah. the time. And so I think it will actually make it a lot cheaper because once Apple can make their own stuff, they can make it very cheap. They're very good at that. Yeah. So it's like. I'm wondering, are they going to lower the prices of the Max? And I think that's when we'll be able to tell, like, if Apple, like, is willing to share that price drop with their customers. Yeah. Or not. You know? Yeah. So we're waiting. We're just waiting. <laughs> yeah. We're waiting to see what Apple does. Yeah. Because they, like, just came out with the iPhone SE, which is cheap. But then again, it's a cheap phone. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so you're doing video now, right? Yes. So you made the switch from photo to video? Yes. I'm trying to. Um, that was one of the reasons we changed it from real life photography to real life media. Yeah, I like doing video. I want to get into video full time. Video is... Video has more dimensions, and I, it, you can you can put so much more to it. I don't know. I, I like video a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, what I was going to say. Oh, did you hear about the new there's, – there's a new I, – I heard uh, – I read Peter McKinnon and Maddie uh, – however you pronounce that guy's last name, talking about it the other day. On Twitter, this new Canon camera that's coming out. Can't remember the name of it. The R5? That's the one. The R5, yeah. Ooh. They were talking about... Oh, my gosh. Apparently, yeah, it's going to be what? capable of some like ridiculous stuff. Oh, yeah. Like the whole 8K video. Yeah, 8K. Eh. I don't know. How many just... Ks are there going to be? Yeah, I know. I know. Like, it's just like... I look at people that film, like, with red cameras. Like, I... Okay. So... Uh, there's a guy that like Peter McGinnon 
and Maddie they work with a lot and this he did a tutorial on like a red 8k video with like red 8k raw yeah like best you can get like in the industry like that's a cinema grade camera like Hollywood uses that yeah and like it really just depends on how you're using it because he was using it like a vlogger and he graded it like a vlogger and it looked kind of like crap not gonna lie uh, I don't remember what the YouTube name is I probably shouldn't say it anyway but anyway um he was like i don't know he was like explaining like why people use a red camera and it was i was like this is like not that good and he did one with the airy alexi do you know what that is no airy alexi is that's the uh like main hollywood like cinema cameras like digital cinema cameras one of the shoulder ones yeah they're like they're like very expensive yeah and very very nice very nice cameras <laughs> and uh it's, i don't know it's just i feel like it's how you use it you know yeah like uh there's like some independent films that like shoot everything on an iphone and they they like get nominated so i don't know dude that's so crazy like i'll shoot stuff on my iphone versus my camera and it doesn't look like how people shoot their stuff on their iphones i don't know what i'm doing wrong <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they put a bunch of attachments on it and, and stuff. but yeah. Like the magnetic lenses and stuff. Yeah, I think cameras are getting good enough to where you can like really make something really good. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to worry too much about... Like, it... like, the amount of people that are going to be affected by the new Canon R5 is like... I don't know. I mean, it will push the industry forward. That's what I like. Is when you make something like ridiculous like that, it pushes the whole industries forward. Yeah. Like when Apple made the iPhone, like everyone had to make a touchscreen. You know phone. what I would like to see from Canon instead of 8K? What? About an in-wall charger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just plug the cord in there and just plug it into the wall. That's what I'm saying. Instead of like taking out the battery and putting it in there and only have only only having like two of them, mm. and then you mm-hmm. have to get the dual charger, and you have to order more batteries for like 30 bucks plus another dual charger mm-hmm. and then you have to keep track like write numbers on all of them so you don't get confused on which ones are dead and then bring a dead one to a wedding <laughs> and you i can feel just that plug it into the wall while you're eating lunch yeah my sony camera has that so yeah can't relate <laughs> no offense yeah yeah dude you know who's not doing really well right now who nikon <laughs> Ooh. They have not they done anything. <laughs> they have a they have a new camera they're releasing. It's supposed to be like a, another mirrorless. But their user interface, like their user ability, is just garbage. Like the settings are and the like interface is just so hard to use. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Same with Sony. Like my user fa- user interface is like ass cheeks. <laughs> like Canon, you just like boop 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 boop, yeah. and I'm like, ah, that was nice. It has all the dials on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, you know who has a great interface? Who? Panasonic. Do they? They have a great interface. Blackmagic too. Have you ever used a Blackmagic camera? I have not. I use well when my church is open. I would I would like to fiddle with a. Like the, their black. I used to sell them or, or rent them out at the camera store when I worked at the camera store. Oh yeah. 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 Did they put the most expensive cameras on the top shelf? So you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
trying to get it down. Yeah, like they do with alcohol. Yeah. Like top shelf cameras, top yeah. shelf alcohol. Yeah, I'd be like Dude, that sometimes. The Nikon section at the rental, like you have like Canon and Sony all right there, right in the front, like all the cameras, all the lenses, all that stuff. And then like over here, you have Nikon, like all off to the side. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody rents Nikon. Yeah, Nikon is for old heads, man. Is that, it, it's for like tourists. Like the, the old tourists will come in and they'll be like, you have a Nikon? <laughs> you're like it's, it's over here <laughs> and they're like which one is the best and you're like i don't know what <laughs> kind of question that that means like, dude my favorite question is when they'd come in and be like what is the best camera to use out of all of them and you're just like i don't know what's the best car <laughs> to drive like, yeah exactly what's the best house to live in <laughs> <laughs> exactly like yeah no <laughs> that that's such a loaded question. It's just Oh man. How do you even answer that? You're just like Yeah. I'm just, I I usually I'm just like, well I, I use Canon. I use a Canon I well I did. When I used my Canon Rebel, I switched Canon. Someone asked me that and I told them it's depending on how you use it and what you're using it for. Yeah, that's the other question. What do you are you doing well, first thing I ask them are you doing photo or video mm. and then they're like they'll, most of the time they'll be like both <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, <laughs> <laughs> that puts yeah. me back at square one <laughs> sometimes to mess with them I'll be like well if you're doing video the best one to use is the Canon Red <laughs> it's all the way up there <laughs> Yeah, just point to your most expensive one. Yeah. You're like, huh? <laughs> exactly. And you pile on the accessories. It's how many tens of thousands of dollars? <laughs> you pile on all the accessories, and you're gonna want a gimbal, and you're gonna want, you're gonna want a stabilizer, you're gonna want a backpack, and you're gonna want the hurricane blower. <laughs> Dude, some people will come in there and they'll spend like three hundred dollars on a single SD card. It'd be like that sometimes. They're like, oh, I left my SD card. And they'll just grab the $300 one. I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Video people. You could have bought a, a lens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. They make a lot of money, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Dude, the new glass for the, the Canon RP that I have. The glass that they make for those R's. Oh, the lenses? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they have a 28 to 70 f2. Ooh. I want that bad boy, but I have a Sony. I was just gonna say for the R you don't have. Yeah, you can get a mount. I'm good. I'll <laughs> stick with my Sony lenses. Actually, I have Sigma lenses. Does that change but... the quality if you get a mount? Like cross face mount. Like I obviously I, don't know. I, I know. I, I think like it depends. Canon EOS Canon R, but like. I... I think it just depends. I think I, I don't know. I actually don't know the answer to that. It's pretty good, dude. Oh my gosh. Okay. Speaking of cameras and camera community and all that stuff, there I saw this thing in the in the news where uh, this wedding like media company. I don't know if they're photography or video. Oh, about, I think I know what what you're talking about. The dude hired them to do his wedding, and his fiance died before they could get married. <laughs> And they wouldn't refund him. And then they wouldn't refund him. And he was like, 
they were like, uh, it's in the contract. You signed a legal binding contract? Yeah, no. It was so shitty. And then, like... And then they made a website to, like, talk crap about him and, like... Yeah, they were like, we will never refund And they him. named it his fiance's name. Dot com. What? Yeah. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's oh. so bad, dude. That guy's not getting any business. Yeah. At least I, at least I hope he doesn't. Um. Oh, yeah. I remember they made a Facebook post on the wet, like the supposed wedding day. And I was like, this would be the day that he would have been married if his yeah. fiance didn't die. And I was like, you're fucked up. Like, <laughs> that is so fucked. Yeah. And they, uh, they kept saying like it was like a like a scheme to get a free yeah and or to like just out get like, out of the wedding and then he like sent the death certificate and yeah. they were like still held their ground and i was like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah like just give him the money yeah wild people are wild dude people are wild man dude, you don't get a lot i of... have yet to meet someone in the industry that it acts like that like I've met some pretty humble, nice people. Dude, you don't get a lot of news like that, or hardly any news from the community. Yeah, I think all of the stuck-up people aren't in the community. They kind of do their own thing. Yeah. And stick to themselves, which I'm glad. I'm happy for. Yeah. Do you notice any stigmas in the community? Like, do you notice any, like, rivalry between photo and video or any, like... Um... People are pretty cooperative i noticed some sony sony and canon <laughs> like banter oh yeah there's like oh my gosh it's funny because like people like will always like kind of be stuck up about their particular camera brands yeah but i'm like after using so many of them i'm like yeah, they all have their pros and cons and i'm like yeah i think people that just specifically use a specific brand and don't work with as many people and have to use as many cameras like they have they're the ones that are like entitled to their camera and i'm like it dude you it's just a it's just a tool like, yeah you can call your loved ones with any phone why why you care so much about your phone it's like saying you want to hammer that nail with the wood hammer the metal hammer or the rubber mallet yeah it's like come on just pick something and do like do like do what you're what you need to do like your art like do yeah that you know it doesn't matter the tool you're using it yeah. really doesn't you know yeah now i can understand if like your great-grandfather gave you his sony <laughs> yeah yeah if there's if there's like nostalgia to it or there's like sentimental value i can get that or like sony endorses you like you're sponsored by Sony or sponsored by Canon or something. I I know people that are like sponsored by particular camera brands and I watch them and I'm like, and they don't like talk trash about other camera brands. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm talking about like, they could be like, I use some, like they're paid to say that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Is. They can totally like market a particular camera. Yeah. So, like, this is like great. Yeah. Well, I think that's different. Than just like trashing somebody else for what they use. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you were taught you used to say 
fucking last year or something, you were saying that you were going to do, you were going to start a vlog channel. Is that still a thing? No. I don't <laughs> like vlogging. I don't like being in front of the camera. I realize that. Like, I don't, I hate being in front of the camera. I like being behind it. That's why I like filming so much. That's why I like video so much. I like being behind the camera. I see. Yeah. I like both. I I know you like both. I like not being in front of it. <laughs> yeah, I remember we we had, I, had, I was with this production crew, and we the three of us met and we weren't talk we were barely talking, and we talked about camera stuff and then we stopped talking. We we're quiet and then uh, the guy that was going to show us around the location, he was like, "Hey, how you guys doing?" Da, 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 da. And then we didn't talk, and we like went in the elevator and didn't talk, and we went and we met. It was like another four, and we met with our producer, who was a huge people person, oh, and he was like talking everyone up, and he was shaking hands, and he would, dude, he was fucking talking and talking, and and like we were in, the, we went back in the elevator, and he was talking and talking, and then him, the the guy that was showing us around, and my producer, they walked off, and they were talking and talking, and we looked at each other, and we're like, wow, that guy's a people person, and we were like. <laughs> <laughs> it was great pretty good yeah we are i'm not a talkative bunch of we we were not a talkative people we we like to be behind the camera we like to figure that shit out i i, I like to think i'm pretty adaptable like i can do whatever yeah i, I like doing like when we do night photography mm-hmm. we hardly talk like we just walk around together yeah and do nothing yeah. just shoot whatever we want to shoot yeah that's uh, fun man yeah Till all hours of the night. That's a good time. Putting ourselves in imminent danger. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. You see some some crazy people. Remember that homeless man we saw with the shirt? With the shirt, yeah. I took a, got a picture of him. Yeah. I just sent it to you. We showed the audience. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Lots of fun times at night. Oh man, night photography. I, even like when you talk during night photography, like sometimes we'll have like deep conversations. Yeah, it really makes you think. It really does. Sorry, I keep yawning. Yeah. It's a good. Good. Ooh, that, that's a. Uh, I think that might be one of my favorite types of photography. Like just street photography in general is super fun. Like I like I like not having like a like a goal. Like just going down there with my camera and shooting whatever I'm gonna shoot. Yeah, it's like instead of like, like at weddings you have like, like bullet points. You have like a script. You're okay. I like to think of it as like a gig is like a, you're you have a program. Like you're a programmer. Yeah. And you write a script, and then when you go and actually shoot, you're like execute the script. The script, right? Yeah. But when you're like doing street photography you can't you have to like make it up on the spot it's like improvisation like you have to like like oh there's a photo opportunity hurry click it click the button (laughs) yeah you know and it's like you don't have time to think like i have to plan this out you don't have time to plan it out you just got to do it yeah you know it cuts that script out you just have to run a program yeah you know i do know oh do you remember when we um we had a podcast before that we did like three episodes too, and it was absolute garbage. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. That was 
That was the time. I remember the last one being with Melina. Oh, man, what happened to her? You ever yeah. have friends where you're like, oh, what happened to them? <laughs> I do, yes. I'm worried. <laughs> I, yes, yes, I do. You remember when we were doing the podcast? Do you remember when we were doing this, when we were going to set up for the podcast and we carried all the equipment from my house to your house and we walked it across like a main Oh yeah, road. we had like we had to get a table and we walked it across. We stopped at Sonic and... and set it up in the stall. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had a couple of stitches. Yep. Those are good times. Yeah. That was a good time. It was too big to put on the patio so we just set it up in the stall. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that. Push the button. Yep. That was a good time. It was a good time, man. I saw the video from that. Do you? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man. Those podcasts were not it. <laughs> Those weren't the move. <laughs> it was not it, Chief. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And we had, like, zero audience participation. Yeah. So that was pretty... And we... Dude, in the... Oh my gosh, the topics we would talk about were so stupid. Like they had no relevance to the person. That and boring. Was <laughs> they had no relevance to the person that was on the podcast. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't want to tell you that because I felt bad. <laughs> the only one that had okay relevance was the one with my brother. Because mm. y'all talked about music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually recently had my brother on this podcast too. Last episode, see his signature brother. How was it? Over, over. Yeah, it was good. It was pretty good. Better than the last one, I'll tell you that much. Nice. When I had Big Texas on, you know Big Texas. I know Big Texas. We were talking about having Dom on. Dude, having Dom on would be the greatest, man. Yeah, Dom would be. Uh, he had some. He had some stories. That man. Dude, that man had some stories, and they were hilarious. Come on with this giant man bun. Yeah, looking like Maui from yeah. Moana. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about his psychodia. Oh, yeah? Dude, do you remember that night? We used to spend nights with that dude at the duck pond till like 3 in the morning. It was not healthy. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was fun, though. It, it was, was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. He'd smoke a blunt. Yep, under the the awning right there. Yep. Yep. Remember that time we found that giant wagon wheel and rolled it down the <laughs> hill? Rolled it down the hill. <laughs> I wonder where it went. Yeah, I have no idea. I just, still don't know what happened to it. I have no idea. It just appeared and disappeared. Yeah. Just like that. It was yep. gone yep. as soon as it had appeared. If you take anything from that podcast, from this podcast, it should be nothing is permanent. Just as quick as something can appear, it can disappear. Just like that wagon wheel at the duck pond, man. <laughs> exactly. That was fun. That was fun. Wheeling that big hoe around. Yep. Remember when I rode it down the hill? Oh, yeah. Remember when we started the fire at the duck pond, too, in the barbecue yeah, pit? Yeah, and then I peed on it to put yep. it out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. Remember when we had the vlog idea to ride a raft across the pond? Yeah. Oh man, I still want to do that. Shoot it. I gotta buy an inflatable. You have to buy a raft. <laughs> yeah, I gotta buy an inflatable raft with some oars and row, row, row your boat. Bentley across the, the duck pond. Duck pond. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. So. <laughs> so you used to have like super severe anxiety, correct? Oh, I still have severe anxiety. But it used to be all like, time. It used to be like worse. Like you didn't have control over it. I don't ever have control over it. You know what I mean. Like, it used to be bad, like crippling. It is crippling now. Oh my god. You know what I mean. Like you've gotten better with it. Oh no, fam. I'm struggling. Like I did get better and then and now I've been worse because of You're the quarantine. You're still better than you were, like. Am I? Yes. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I am. I'm more responsible. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay, yeah. What do you mean by better? There's not a wrong answer to that. Like, you used... You mean more responsible? Because I am. That, and you're more, like, like open about it. Like, you used to, like, just cut oh, everybody yeah, off to, and, like, like... isolate myself. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that... Yeah. That video helped you with that or anything? Or do you think... I I really don't know what it is. I think just opening up about it. Just maturity. And it was like what I talked about in the beginning of the podcast, like how you have to like, you have to realize like who's good for you and who's not. And I cut out the people that were bad for me. And that really helped because I can finally be open with literally everyone yeah. about it. Because I prayed at those friends, like those friends understand like what my anxiety is and that it, it's something to take seriously. Yeah. It's been a hard journey, and I still struggle with it a lot. Yeah. Like, all the time. But. Sorry, I keep yawning. Ah! Um, but, yeah, did you want to know anything more about it? Oh. Um, what was my next question? Uh... I remember you used to take like all kinds of medications and stuff, like trying to like subdue it. Did you have a realization about medications? Like, um, well, I didn't. It didn't work, and it made me disassociate with people. Cause what it did is it, it basically numbed everything, and so it made me disassociate with people. Maybe not care about people anymore. So, like, it's like I wasn't anxious or sad anymore, but I also was never happy. Yeah. Made me a zombie. And so, and so, um, like, it, it's like, it, it sucks because you don't care about your relationships anymore. And it's like, I'd rather not, well, i rather care about my relationships so much that I ruin them than not care about them. Does it make sense? Yeah. Because with my severe anxiety, it's like I care about them so much I'd ruin them. I'd rather have feelings than not. Even if I can't control them. So, um, and then I was watching this uh, this interview with this this psych- psychiatrist, like really big boy Harvard psychiatrist, was interviewing a, a guy that uh, he's also a doctor that has studied psychedelics, and he was talking about how when you use, like when you use when you self medicate. And he was talking about self-medication. When you self-medicate, you do it to numb, not to face, not to like face your problems. You do it to numb your problems. And so you never get rid of your problems. And so I was like, man, that, that can be, that can be true for 
actual like prescribed medication. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between self-medicated and like going to a doctor and prescribing you shit? Because like you tell them like I have anxiety, I'm depressed, and then they prescribe you it. It's like what's the difference between like going to like the fucking liquor store? Like, there's it's more formal. I don't yeah. know, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, it's like, uh, um, it's less frowned upon. Yeah, it's less frowned upon. So, like, honestly, I was using... It's like that medication was numbing my problems. It wasn't... I, and it would make me completely unable to face them. And so, like, you... Like, people... People will do, like, so many things to numb their problems. Like, they'll drink or smoke cigarettes. Like, nicotine. Or... Weed. Weed. Like... And then people also take like anti-anxiety and antidepressants and they numb your, they numb your feelings so you don't feel, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I can't live a life like that. And so I actually asked to get on different ones and my psychiatrist just refused and I was just like, I'm tired of this. I'm not going to keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's stupid. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm like actively looking for medications that actually do work. I'm not not open to it you know yeah like if i find a medication that actually helps me like but i wanted to like i want to like face my problems and like overcome them i don't want to numb them yeah have you ever had any like self-medication that you took that did help in 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 the way of not numbing it um well there was like there actually was like um Xanax, which, uh, like helped me like actually go out and do stuff. Cause I like, it would prevent me from getting cat panic attacks. Um, and it was like so strong that I wouldn't take it like all the time. I would just take it only like if I was going out and going to do something. So I feel like if I didn't have it, I wouldn't have taken it. And then I also like, there was one time I like, uh, tripped on cybersil and mushrooms and, oh, yeah. and, um, that was like huge for me. Yeah. That will make you face like everything. I remember, Oops. I remember there was like a six month, not six, maybe like two, three month period where we went without hanging out or like seeing each other. Like we were doing our own life things. Mm-hmm. And it, in that period was when you did the shrooms and like after coming back and seeing you for the first time and like, like just being together for the first time, like you were completely different. Yeah. I have this, like, I hate, I hate the stigma behind it. There's like years and years and years of stigma where like, it's like this, like hippie dippy shit that will like make you crazy, like psychedelics. And then, and then like, like, okay, literally the other day I was having a conversation with, um, my coworker. And she was talking about how she hosted this party, okay? Mm-hmm. And they had they brought drinks, and she was complaining about the fact that they didn't eat any of her food. All they did was drink, and they didn't like like play any of her games. They didn't like really socialize with her. They just like drank. <laughs> and I'm like, and I, I tell I told I talked to her like actually she was like, do you go to parties? Like, do you understand? Like, I hope you're not this kind of person. And I was like, no, I actually host a lot of parties, and I really like hosting them. 
And I was like, I really like the fact that I can host them and there not be any drugs or maybe there be alcohol or maybe there be other types of drugs. And when I said other kinds of drugs, she's like, she shut down the conversation. And I'm like, you literally just explained how like you had this party and all they cared about was the alcohol. And yet yeah. I like, I like have parties where like, like when you use other drugs, like it, it literally like can change your life. Yeah. Like. But people assume the worst. Yeah, it's the stigma, man. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. People that are like, I don't do drugs. You ever hear the saying, I don't do drugs? Yeah, like, you don't drink coffee? Like, you don't have any caffeine? You don't do any drugs? Like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) You do drugs. Uh, You take a fucking Tylenol if you get a headache. Don't tell me you don't. Like, you do drugs. When you go to the hospital, you know what they inject you with? Like... You know, like, you know what makes you, dude, they literally give you heroin. Like, they will give you heroin to make you feel better. It's medical grade. It's clean heroin. Like, that's, what do you think heroin comes from? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, but we don't get addicted to heroin after we go to the hospital. We don't, like, want to shoot up, do we? No. There's a stigma. Like, seriously. Um... Like, you realize, like, the people that are addicted to heroin, like, have had awful lives. Like, fucking awful lives. And they've done, like, 30 other drugs that have that they've tried to get high off of. Can you name 30 drugs? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw this one video from a recovering, like, uh, meth addict. And it was, like, top five most dangerous drugs I've used. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. But it's like, come on, like. I saw a video from steve where he. It was like the top five drugs or something that Steve O's used. <laughs> yeah, like, top five most dangerous drugs I've used. <laughs> I'm like Jesus. And some of them like a ridiculous. <laughs> like I didn't even know that was a drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve O was talking about ketamine. Ketamine. Ooh. Ooh. Big Texas was talking about a drug called adrenochrome. You know what adrenochrome is? What is that? He he was saying it was it's a it's a drug siphoned from fear of kids, like fear that kids have some a chemical in their brain because kids scare because kids scare easier than mm-hmm. adults, and so when they scare they siphon it from their brain because it's more concentrated, and like a lot of the big <laughs> shots, politicians, billionaires, people stuff like that, like business owners take it and that's why they have a power complex because it gives them a power complex and it's that's super crazy super addic- addictive addictive he said he thinks where the, that's where those he was talking about like when kids go missing like they're talking about the kids went missing from the cages in ice custody mm-hmm. he said like that's where some of them go so they can harvest it that's some conspiracy shit that's what i'm saying that's I want to talk to him about that more. <laughs> be like, where are you getting your sources? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty uh, hard drug there. Yeah, man. Sounds like it. <laughs> like to know more about adrenic, adrenochrome? Adrenochrome. 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 All right. Do you want to talk about anything else? About it. My ass is getting numb. <laughs> these, are, these chairs, man. You can bring your own cushion. I can, but I don't. This I podcast don't. is BYOC. Bring your own cushion. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, you sound like a dog. Well, you sound like a stupid little squirrel, so you want to go there? You want to keep making animal noises? You want to ask me another question? It's, ass doesn't get more numb. Come on! Just spank yourself really hard. <laughs> I'm good. Oh. Oh. Ow. Okay. Uh. Oh, okay. So, I remember, like, we used to be involved with this like specific group of people that wanted us to do their media. And yeah. it ended up like just being like a dead end. Yeah, it was just another learning experience. What what advice do you have for people that like are stuck in a situation like that? Like Well, I like how do you get out of that without like I just I just feel like I just feel like So what we're talking about is like we tr- like we wanted to like we basically wanted to make musician like a bunch of musicians famous, and like it was a music everyone group. Everyone was everyone was just kind of doing their own thing. People were in school or had their jobs, and it just it just fell through. And it's just like it's just a learning experience. Like, um, there was so much I learned. Yeah. From like, what? How do you know the point between like from a learning experience to where it's like? You're just getting dragged, and it's just eating up your time. I think a lot of people struggle with that boundary. Like, um, okay, I've learned from this, but like, it's time to I move. I feel to like when new. you like when like you can tangibly like explain things that you've learned. Um, like if you're genuinely trying to learn something, and you like realize like you just have to think about it. Like, have I learned anything from? Like, let's say you go out and do something with this group or whatever you're doing, like, whatever you're doing, like, have you learned something? And if you haven't, like, move on. It's not for you. You know? Yeah. It's not the time for it. Like, we were trying to start, like, I don't know what to call it. Like, we were trying to start a group and we were trying to make money off of it. And uh, it's just like, that's not how this works. Like, that's not how any of it works. Like we just don't have the time and we don't have the knowledge and we don't have the money and we're basically trying to start a business and we didn't have the knowledge, money, or resources for it. Um, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. You know? And but it made me it gave me a lot of perspective and it, it made it, I met a lot of people and we tried like really hard, even though we got nowhere with it. Yeah. Um like we kept going. Um and learning and the, by the time it ended we weren't learning anything and we all realized it nobody wanted to be a part of it and we weren't we weren't upset that it didn't take off or whatever because we realized like how much we didn't know about what we were trying to do yeah like, what we were trying to start and there's always i mean if time permits or the door opens up or whatever like you can try again later yeah, I, I don't think I'd ever do that, but... Well, not necessarily you, but just in general. Like, oh, I mean, like, like in general, like yeah. you just revisit the project. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd ever revisit that. It had to do with, like... Like, like we're doing with... We would do with rivalry. Like, we'd be considered... Yeah, that's something I'm ver- I very much like to revisit in the future. But we but know more now. I don't want to expect a bunch from it. Yeah, know? but we do know more, know more now, and we do have more, like... Of our own independence, like we're not yeah, on other people's is, time like, and stuff. It's like a lot of 
people say this is like I was doing it for fun and then it turned into something else. Like do it like if you're trying to do something seriously, like you have to understand like like everyone around you has to take it seriously. Yeah. And it's like with this group, I will like there are some people that were taking it seriously and some people that just wanted to have fun. Yeah. And if there's nothing wrong with that, it's just like you have to communicate like I take this seriously, you have to like take this seriously with me. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that that real life media works. It's because we know like like regardless of what other tangents we go on or other interests like like our end all is camera work. Like that's what we want to do. Yeah. Like we like if we can do other things and we can do have our own other interests and stuff like that, but like we know like, like regardless of like of all of this, like mm-hmm. whatever, like the end all is camera work. Like Yeah. That's what we want to do. And yeah. it So I think that's part of the reason that it that it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I think also like the other, we did the same thing kind of that we're doing with, with, with real life that we did with Rivalry. Like, we built a crew. You do the video. Mm-hmm. I do the photo. Or vice versa. Like, we both do both, but, like, you had the, the video. Uh-huh. I had the photo. Mm-hmm. And Alexis heads like, the people. Like, yeah. Like, she can, like, the pe- like, like, the contracts. Like, talking to the people. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Because we knew that was hard for us. Like, we knew that that was one of the things that was restricting us. Mm-hmm. Was that we're a bunch of nerds. Like, <laughs> we don't, like, we didn't have the skill to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And so, but Alexis does. Mm-hmm. And she likes it. And so that's why that works. Mm-hmm. And, and we, like, we expand too. Like, we've experimented with other stuff. Like, we've, we've had other people come on and, we've experimented with having different crew members, but so far this is what's working. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's just, I, I think that's one of the biggest things when you're trying to create like a company or a crew or a, something with multiple people is that like to be on the same page. Yeah. I mean, that's what we were learning is we weren't on the same page and like you, like, the, the reason why, like, we're still in on this is, like, because we're all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have people that, like, understand what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah. That was, like, a big lesson um, I've had to learn about it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That seems like it's running for longer than 30 minutes. It, it says, like, 22-something or something like that. I don't know. That's pretty good. Dusty, oh. dusty, dusty, dusty. We've been talking for like an hour and a half. Have we really? Wanna bring, yeah. yeah. Really you want to bring a closing a closing, closing <laughs> uh, thoughts? Yeah. Um, where's my phone? Okay. All right. To end the podcast, I'm going to do the quote of the day. You know what the quote of the day is? Basically, what? I go on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you, Cannon. That's what it is. That's the quote of the day. <laughs> the quote of the day I go on Canon I go on Twitter and I look up uh, the 
So the quote of the day, I go up on Twitter and I look up the quote of the day and we read whatever the quote of the day is. Mm-hmm. And then we can share our thoughts or whatever. Okay. If I can find this here. Here we go. Okay. Quote of the day right here. Make your heart a lake with a calm, still surface and great depths of kindness. Pretty good quote. Pretty good. Make your heart like a lake. Huh. <laughs> I like. <laughs> <laughs> you like what? I, I like the idea of depth. I like that. Yeah, you can make a lot of good water analogies. Yeah. Yeah, we're like 50% water. Yeah. It's almost like the water is us. <laughs> yeah. What if I was like, the quote of the day is live, laugh, love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, very insightful quote. (laughs) I'm going to get one of the live, laugh, love desk stands, put it right here. Put it right there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So while I do the outro for the podcast, you can sign the poster. Okay. I have all the markers here. I don't know whatever color you want. Everybody signs on that side because that's where they sit. But this whole side is open. I'm gonna make this like 3D shit. Okay. I can't do it. Never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, you're left-handed. A lot of people don't know that. He's left-handed. Well, I gotta go on the other side. I'll go on the other side. Okay. Alright. So that has been the fourth episode of the Real Life Podcast. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, don't forget we are we do have mugs and some t-shirts coming. For real life media in in the making so uh very soon i'll be posting about that and you guys will be able to get your own if that's what you would like to do and um yeah thank you for watching this podcast uh we definitely had a lot of insightful talking with antonio here and uh we'll see you next week for podcast number five all right All right.